You're listening to Schlereth and Evans on Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. Troy Rank is our Denver 7 insider. He joins us this morning on the Johnson Auto Plaza Hotline. Morning, Troy. Morning, guys. Hey, Troy, you going to spend 20 bucks a month to watch the Rockies? Yeah, probably because I love baseball. Uh, I might look into the entire package, if I'm being honest, uh, mm-hmm. because it would be hard to watch a lot of Rockies baseball, <laughs> given their projections this year that they're going to be a, probably around 100 losses again. But I love baseball, so I, I'm a sucker for it. I would think there's going to be some hard decisions made by people. Uh, one of the things about streaming, because our kids do it, my sons, you know, they're in their 20s, but, you know, like my parents and people older, like continuing to go streaming that, man, that's, that's tough. So I'm hoping it lands on a cable channel, whether it's where it was to make that part easier for fans that do love baseball. That's like 20 bucks a loss that you're paying over the course of the season, yeah. right? Or, I mean, <laughs> a dollar a loss. A dollar I mean. a loss. A dollar a loss. <laughs> Yeah, a dollar a loss, right? $100 for the Rockies package. So, yeah. But, I mean, I want to see Otani. And like a lot of you know fans that go to the games now, you want to see the opposing yeah. team. I mean, you want to see him. Yeah. To see Otani, what it could be eight, nine times, I'm looking forward to that. But, I, again, I'm not the one that's going to be disappointed because I love baseball. So they, I'm an easy mark for them. Well, at least they're transparent, by the way. The uh, ads that are running for season or for buying tickets is all, hey, come see Shohei Otani. Come see the Red Sox. Come see the Cubs. It's, see man. the Cardinals. It's, it's funny you say that because the year they won, they went to the World Series in 07, they, the players felt, uh, the f- players felt upset, if not uh, betrayed, that their team wasn't being marketed. Now, they weren't a great team, but they certainly had a bunch of good young players. And the first time any, like, in-house marketing was done, it was, come see the Yankees in June. <laughs> right. The guys were so mad. They should be. Like, what are we doing here? Because that team, you know, it was good. It, no one thought it was a World Series team. But they're like, in our own ballpark, we're promoting the Yankees. That was, you know, so that was disappointing. What is your level of concern for the Nuggets going into the All-Star break? Yeah, I mean, they're on fumes right now. Not a, not totally surprised for a team coming off the championship. It can be exhausting. It's why you admire teams that win back-to-back or X number over five years. My concern is really their bench, and I understand the bench shortens in the playoffs, but, you know, Christian Brown hasn't taken the step forward I expected. And, you know, you can go eight guys, eight and a half guys in the playoffs, but are your starters going to have to log so many minutes leading up to that point? What is that performance going to look like? The caveat is, you know, Jamal Murray is just really not, a great regular season player, but he's one of the best postseason players. So my concern is alleviated some by that, that what I'm seeing now, my eyes won't see, you know, in the postseason, especially with Murray, but the bench is a concern because they, they just, they don't really have guys. I mean, Bruce Brown leaving is going to hurt right now unless somebody develops over the next couple of months. How about the Avalanche? How, how much concern do you have for them? They uh, had the three game losing streak, uh, right? Four, four game, four, losing but streak. three in regulation, right? Oh, yeah, it's all the regulation and ties. They had one OTL in there. The OTL, which is, oof, that's, uh, but you get a you get a uh, sticker when you have an OTL. You get a sticker. So good job, guys. You competed hard. Uh, you any concern for them, the way they're playing right now, and the depth that uh, the depth of or lack of depth uh, with Val being out, and obviously uh, Landeskog not going to come back. I don't believe this season. Yeah, I don't think they can get to where they want to go without Nachushkin back and playing well. I mean, the McKinnon's having one of the all-time great seasons in the franchise. Uh, I mean, he's just an amazing player. But, 
you can't win with one guy in hockey. I mean, a goalie in playoffs can you know, stand on his head and get hot. But if and there's mystery surrounded, as you guys talked about yesterday, there's mystery surrounding when Val would be back. But this guy's an absolute just writes a diary of havoc in the big games. And I don't know if he doesn't, I mean, first thing you want is for him to be healthy, obviously, you know, and, and be, and take care of himself and be healthy. But I don't think they can get us where they want to go. If he is not that type of impact player. And so, yeah, I'm concerned where if we're talking just championship uh, expectations. Yeah. I'm concerned about them because at times there's been issues that, you know, it feels like they're trying to do the alternative, just turn the light switch on and, I don't know that they can do that unless Val comes back and plays like the guy we saw a couple of years ago. Because in the postseason, I mean, he is just an absolute just a wrecking ball. And I don't know that they have enough without him being at the top of his game. But the first thing is first, he's got to get healthy and get back to the ice. Busy with uh, Troy Rank, our Denver 7 insider. Sean Payton made all the media rounds on Friday at the Super Bowl. What did you glean from what he had to had to say? Yeah, he was working on the book tour, right? He had a script. <laughs> he was going off. Doesn't know the numbers of any of these draft picks. He had every interview. They thought several of them had a similar script. But he did allow, and Mark has talked about this a lot on your show, you know, he wants a hyper-processor. You know, this idea that, you know, we talk about a quarterback position that you, you can have all the hardware. you got to have the software at that position. And can you get them in the right play? Can you get the checks at the line and you can get the ball out on time? And that's why when everyone says, well, Russell Wilson could come back. I'm like, are you listening to what he says, what he wants in a quarterback? That doesn't match Russell. Russell colors outside the line. He's best when the play breaks down. That's not Sean Payton's offense. There were times last year watching Payton's frustration. It felt like he would rather lose with another quarterback than win with Russell. And I, that's a little bit of blasphemy, but he just was so frustrated watching how the offense was being operated. And it's not Russell's fault completely, certainly that they're eight and nine. I'm not, don't, don't confuse it. But the reality is I believe Peyton wants a quarterback that can run his offense, his way for all the route trees are open and everything opens back up because this the idea that Russell could come back, he didn't want to adjust his contract when he was the starter. Why would he adjust it now? as the backup and go into a situation. The only way I could see him doing it, if he was 38 and no other teams wanted him, there's going to be a market for Russell Wilson playing at the veteran minimum. And he has a no trade clause. So he'll force them to cut him if nothing else. So I think Peyton does get a quarterback in this draft. I couldn't tell you where, if that's at 12, if that's the big move to go up, but I will be surprised if they don't get a quarterback in this draft. What do you, what do you think? Do you, do you have any sense on, who he likes, any sense on, you know, from a draft perspective, or is there somebody in free agency, do you get a sense that maybe he will find a quarterback? And he mentioned, you know, a reclamation project, a guy that, you know, maybe was in a bad situation that he thinks can play. Any sense mm-hmm. at all on and, and any of those guys? I mean, I like the guy that you brought up, Sam Darnold, because he's worked with Shanahan now. He's kind of cleaned out some of the issues he's had in the past. He's still really young. You know, the turnovers are a concern, but Sam Darnold has a, still, still has a high upside, even though at that point he'd be with, what, his fourth team. Um, you look at a Jimmy Garoppolo, if you want like an old-school game manager, that type of guy, or Jake Browning. I, I do think Sam Darnold's a name to keep an eye on as we sit here today. And, the, you know, people I talk to in the industry, Mark, 
they feel like J.J. McCarthy and Bo Nix check a lot of boxes, and maybe even Michael Pratt from Tulane, but that Nix and McCarthy could check a lot of boxes for him. Uh, so those are guys right now. We'll get a better feel over the next – as you know, this is the line season of football. But over the once we get to the combine in a few weeks, get a better feel for it. But I do think he has the type, and he wants a guy that's going to process and run his offense. He wants someone that looks much closer to Drew Brees than someone that looked, you know, that Russell Wilson. That's been made clear. And so is that someone like Sam Darnold or is it a Garoppolo, Tannehill, Jake Browning? I don't know yet, but I would keep an eye on Darnold just because he's still so young that the upside is there. All right, Troy, man, we appreciate it. Have a great day, buddy. You got it, guys. Take care. Troy Rank, good stuff. Our Denver 7 Insider on the Johnson Auto Plaza Hotline. Four down territory coming up. How does Michael Malone feel about the idea of this team being able to just flip the switch when it comes time? That's next.